3.14159, this is pi, followed by 2653589, circumference over diameter 79 and 323. OMG, can't you see? 8462643, and now we're on a spree. 38 and 32, now we're blue over new. existence in the most brilliant way you've come to realize and use all your pain for something beautiful and your insanity for something wise don't despise all the foolish ones for they know not what they do the only one that you can do anything about is you to be well do what's right don't make compromises that turn out deadly and open your eyes you're only here in this moment it's the only place you'll ever be. It's the only chance in all existence for you to be what you're going to be. So be well and don't look back because you're going somewhere that never existed before. And the you that you thought you were is not coming back. So relax and be well.
a mild white light. I'm pretty sure. On the, on the white. Tiny Camp's making banana bread tomorrow. Really? Tiny Camp, yeah. Just on the schedule? Yeah, Tiny, Tiny Camp. camp.
Come closer, call to it. Don't have long, I say it. And I hold you now, wrap you in my touch. Remember the you by the fire the city skyline vibrant because we're up on highland it felt like hell yeah is right after hellos well, here i am yeah there we go and we bliss out time in the hourglass it slips down but i ain't tripping now because i'm with you now candles lit sipping cups of cacao look at us now just finished love comes around so that's just that piece but i want to speak to all of y'all it's been six years since i've been here Stand on stage, what a blessing it is to be here. The power of us, this is 50, wait till it's 100. The power is us, the power in numbers. You can't defeat us, cause my heart is stardust. Come on, baby. Still just love, you cannot defeat I. Cause I has always been, forever will be. We can stand whatever weather and winds come our way. Celebrate always, family. And we celebrate. Changing times. Many blinds, but we see the future's ours. Write it with the words I speak. Written in the stars, our hearts amount. Climb over any mountains. The best times are coming. I'm running towards the gates of freedom. I love y'all. I stand here ready. Our genius, our bliss, our love, let it unflow. Nothing you could do in the world outside to stop the love that's coming for y'all. So here it is. To celebrate the 50th, to say thank you. May our lights be stronger than ever. May we be daring greater than ever. May we celebrate each other. Our light shining right now is pretty significant. So let's be genius and brilliant. And fuck it, let's just rip it. Sky's the limit. Nothing can touch this. I love you so much. Thank you all for coming to shine your light. Happy 50th, y'all.
I'm real excited. I've got like three public service announcements. I hope I can remember what they are. Uh, first one, the shitters. <laughs> does, uh, the sh does everyone know where the shitters are? Yeah. Well, some people may, some people not. But uh, let's see where we are now. I'm a little disoriented, but uh, would someone point to Space Camp over here? There, there's the Lovin' Ovens, right? Space Camp right over there. Base camp's right over there? Okay, yeah. cool. So you just go down the trail towards Main Meadow, and on your left there's a path, and then you go to the shitter. We actually could use some signs that will uh, say the following. What you do is you, you uh, you know, actually it's, some people say you should wash your hands before you go to the shitter because you're gonna touch the toilet paper and whatnot, but you basically uh, squat, shit, you cover it with the, the lime. We actually have lime up there. What that does, that actually breaks it down. I could explain the science if you want to later, but uh, we need to put the lime in there so it breaks down because it's not in the top six inches of the uh, organic layer. Then you uh, sprinkle the uh, over your shit and the toilet paper. And if some family didn't hear about that and they just like shat in there, you sprinkle lime over theirs too. Or you know, there's a limited amount of lime, and so then you uh, uh, then you wash your hands. And then if there's a lime, toilet paper, or a hand wash missing. You go like wherever you need to go, like this kitchen or that kitchen, to get what you need to have the uh, to restock the shitter. This only works because we're all volunteering to do this, and we all need help to do this. So please help and uh, help us do this. So that's the shitters. Uh, make sure you do shit in the shitters uh, because otherwise it's not very sanitary. We want to break the shit fly food connection. That's why we cover it with lime to not only help break it down but to keep the flies off of it. And if you see flies on there, give it an extra dose of lime. And maybe help just, just refill the lime anyway. We got bags of it uh, at Main Supply. Knock, knock. Otherwise, I can have him grab it. Uh, I, I just don't want to spill it. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll have I'm him sorry, drop it. No, no, no. I'll have him catch it, and then he'll pass it over to you. Oh, boy. Opa! Opa! Oh! What did you guys think of the comedy show? One o'clock in the morning. If you want to get up for something, now's your time. Focus! Focus! How do hippies want to be addressed? Wow. Your highest. Hopefully, like Lovin' Ovens will deliver sticky buns. Yeah. I'm hoping that Ooh, that's going to happen, right? Nice stack. My manifestation powers are turned on, right? Even a rainbow can have a dark. That's our responsibility, all brothers and all the sisters. Our sisters aren't going to feel like they can let their true beauty shine unless we make them feel safe. That's our responsibility. Uh, our next performer appears to be a symmetrical biped. I don't know if the stars are out or not. They're probably not, but uh, oh, they are, hey. Anyway, it's a great, it's a great nighttime fire magic rainbow song. That's actually really. <laughs>
born and raised in a town called Tacoma in Washington, which is a pretty bustling city. Um, and I've always kind of been a nature kid at heart. And I was blessed to actually live right next to this little piece of nature in the city um, that was the thing called China Lake. I referred to it as the Lakelet. And this little lakelet, little chunk of nature was untouched, but it was within a city block. And on two sides of it were two four-lane roads going either direction, and on the back of it was a highway. So when you're in the midst of this beautiful little forest, you can hear all the chaos and bustle <coughs> of the city. And so this poem came to me while I was there, and it's called The Birds Versus Highway 16. I was sitting at my lakeside spot in the middle of the middle of the city's forest rot. As I sat on this rock, the birds my breath caught. Mystified was I by the truth the birds taught. Surrounded was I by ivy, the silent crawly creeping root of change. Surrendered to the sound behind me, the highway muttering a sound quite strange. Machines and hundreds fussing by, struggling to stay in place. The hustle of the city then was all my ears could take. I tried to focus on the bird's song for my heart's sake. From one note came two, through to what the bakers do, onto many dozens more until a roar was out the door. The bird's voice was stronger and has lasted years longer than 16's hustled blunder that resembles force like thunder. This echoes on for eons, producing tons of reruns, but the cadence in the songs exhibits who is right and who is wrong. This battle clearly brings a resolution, assisting nature to arrive at conclusion. The birds and the cars both leave weaving little scars, but the birds sound like truth, evolution. Somebody take it away. What more could I do? What more could I say? We'll go down on my knees and pray. I put my trust in the Almighty. Wah, 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 wah. I know the road rocky on the way. Very la, 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 la. I have to chant so many. Sa, 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 sa. Now watch a man. Just a song. Get me inspiration. Sa, 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 No one in this world can. I'm on the pen. Pa, 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 pa. But the one in Zion. Now watch a man. Now come along. And my brother all are left me and my mama gone away And everything I have, somebody take it away What more could I do, what more could I say I'll go down on my knees and pray I woke up this morning 
I couldn't even see No one was there to look at me Oh, she's gone So far away Just how long and how far I can see But there's one thing I know that Deep down inside Jaja never leave I alone At the times when I'm weakest My trust in the Lord Is the one thing that leads I saw me chant them, send me brother all I left me and my sister gone away And everything I had somebody take it away What more could I do, what more could I say But go down on my knees and pray Send my mother all I left me and my father gone away And everything I have somebody take it away What more could I do, what more could I say But go down on my knees and pray I never put no trust in no baby la 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 then full of attempt I have to turn the Now Just me get me inspiration. No one in this world can I want it better. But the one in Zion, no more shawan, no come along. Send my brother on a left and my mama gone away. And everything I had, somebody take it away. What more could I do? And what more could I say? But go down on my knees and pray. Send my brother on a left and my mama gone away. And everything I had, somebody take it away. What more could I do? What more could I say? But go down on my knees. At the times when I am weakest, I shall thank you most of all. Daddy only one who answers when I call. I know Jaja shall protect me, though they mighty, though I small. I shall praise Jah everlasting more than any. Overall, I saw me chant them. Send me brother Allah left me on my mama gone away. And everything I have, somebody take it away. What more could I do? What more could I say? I go down on my knees and pray. I put my trust in the Almighty. Wah, 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 wah. I know they roll rocky on the way. Very la, 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 la. I have to chant so many songs, as I said, as I said, now what's your man? Never put no trust in no baby, la, 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 la. Them full of potential, shan, 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 shan. You better chant so many songs, as I said, as I said, now what's your man? Send my brother all I left me and my sister gone away. And everything I had, somebody take it away. What more could I do? What more could I say? But go down on my knees at the times when I am weak. When I call, I know Jaja shall protect me, though they mighty, though I small, I shall praise Jah everlasting more than any. Oh.
Some say tiny camp isn't a big deal, but I'm not so sure. What do you think? Thank you again for tuning in to the A-side of Totally High Holy Rainbow-Colored Spirit Hawk of Awakened Manifestation, Part 9. My name is Puffy Clouds Dattaway. I hope you've enjoyed the journey thus far. For a playlist of this episode, as well as to listen to many more episodes in the Muddy Boots archive, visit muddybootsradio.org. Also, if you feel so moved, subscribe to Muddy Boots wherever you get your podcasts. All right, be sure to check out the B-side. See you over yonder.
have a microphone. They like to have a phallic object in their hand, but I just use I just use my talking being talked over by men voice. Me and my boyfriend quit drinking together. Yeah. And now I just drink alone. <laughs> so if anyone wants to go to front game with me after this, that's an old joke. Actually, I I, uh, I don't have a boyfriend. We had a breakup. Uh, he had this weird fetish, and I don't want to kink shame or anything. He had this weird thing for um, fucking other people. <laughs> it didn't really work out. <laughs> Should be more open-minded. Since then, I started to, to develop a crush on one of my coworkers. Has that ever happened to one of you? Uh, I know things were getting really hot and heavy with me and this guy I work with, and I had to say, you know, this is wrong. This is bad. I pulled him aside. I'm like, we work for the same company. We're gonna have to keep things professional. So the next time I blow you, you're gonna have to pay me for it. Because yeah. we have a business to run. And there's a career out there for me. I think that we should legalize prostitution here in America. I think it's a real feminist move, you know? I'll tell you why. I was walking down the street and some nice gentleman offered me $116 to blow him. And I was thinking, 116? Like, that's specific. <laughs> that's oddly specific. <laughs> like, that must have been all the money he had. <laughs> and that is not how bargaining works. <laughs> you don't start with the most money you have. <laughs> you start somewhere in the middle, and I try to work the price up, and he tries to work my way. I don't know how it works, actually. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. I am not that kind of girl. <laughs> So I robbed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out he had three hundred and sixty. <laughs> and if prostitution was legal, he would have never been in such a risky, vulnerable situation. It's a hard life for men, you know. I don't like that we tell men not to cry. I don't like that we tell little boys not to cry. I think everybody should be able to experience the full range of human emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I want to combat this by making as many men cry as I can. <laughs> Get in relationships, you know, cheat on them. They can let it out while they key my car. Cry, it's good for you. <laughs> I can start with her young too, I like see an eight-year-old on the playground. You're the reason your mother never made it through med school. Yeah. <laughs> and that goes over their heads, I'll just like kick him or something. I don't know. Make me cry. Yes. Make me cry. Yeah. I'm running for president. That's my slogan. Make me cry. Just say boo. Everyone's a critic. I used to date a bunch of losers to try to disappoint my parents. <laughs> But then I realized that I am a strong, independent disappointment to my parents. And I don't need a man to help me with that. I'm a feminist. I'm free bleeding right now. Not because I'm a feminist, I just need a tampon. So if anyone can help me with that, that'd be cool. 
I got one. Oh. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> I get really intimidated when I have to turn guys down for dates as a woman, you know, like especially turn down a white guy because I don't want to be responsible for the next match date. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it puts a lot of pressure on me. <laughs> I had to turn a guy down the other day that wanted a date. I don't want to sound prejudiced because he wasn't white, you know, but he told me he was training to become a cop. And I just can't date somebody like that. No, like my parents never raised me to be a cop lover. <laughs> I can't bring a snitch home to Thanksgiving. You know? <laughs> awkward. And he, I like NWA just as much as the next white lady <laughs> on the stage at G Funk. But I'm tired of people telling me to fuck the police. <laughs> because that's how you make more police. <laughs> Nerdy guys, but it's hard because I'm an extrovert with tits, and that's like nerd kryptonite. <laughs> I can't get them to look at me or talk to me. When they do talk to me, it's online and they say really cute things. <laughs> like, hey, you spelled misogyny wrong, you dumb bitch. Like, oh, I'll be so my heart. <laughs> he talked to me. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> Uh, I'm from the Midwest. Midwest. Okay, cool. <laughs> Actually, I'm from Ohio. If you look at a map, there's nothing west about it, but nobody believes me when I tell them that I'm Middle Eastern. <laughs> I, I grew up with lesbian parents in Ohio. Anyone else? <laughs> I'm just trying to be relatable. Yeah! <laughs> She's trying to relate. I love it. <laughs> When I was growing up, people would ask so many questions, like, two moms, that's weird, there's a rough, are you trying to turn gay or something? I'm like, I don't think that's how it works, Mrs. Brigsby, and I'm eight years old, so. <laughs> Can I sit down now? <laughs> and then I moved to San Francisco, it's a different concern. People are like, oh, the Midwest? That's weird, was it rough? And I'm like, yeah, it was weird. We didn't have an ocean, we just had a lake you could set on fire. <laughs> And as for turning queer, I don't know, how many licks does it take? How many licks does it take before your college experience turns gay? Does anyone know? It's okay. I'm really comfortable with my sexuality, actually. Because every girl I've ever gone down on has been straight. So, I'm pretty sure that's how you can tell. I struggle a little bit with body image, like a lot of people do. Like, I constantly get mistaken for being pregnant even though I'm not. Does that happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> but it's 2022 and we're into body positivity or some shit, right? Yeah. 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 So, so like dieting or exercise, I'm just going to use it to my advantage, you know? Like when they call for pregnant nursing women and children first, I'm there. <laughs> to stand on the on the trail and just be like, oh, my bags are so heavy. <laughs> I was looking at a, a, a video of myself on stage. I didn't want to look at it. If I didn't want to look at it, I didn't want to see it. If I didn't want to see it, why do I do this? Why do I even get on stage? Why do I even tell jokes? My roommate's like, hey, relax. You know, you going on and on about how bad you look 
it's just as vain as if you're going on and on about how good you look. And I'm like, damn, now I'm ugly and vain? <laughs> like, what are these standards? <laughs> but then I remember, ladies, it doesn't matter what you think you look like. It doesn't matter, right? You could think that you're too fat or too thin or too tall or have a speech impediment or some bug teeth peg leg ladies even if you have a dick you will still get groped on the street doesn't that make you feel pretty <laughs> thanks everybody
sang her lullaby. It was enough to make me cry. She played a one-minute song, stayed with me all night long. He played his baritone, I stopped feeling so alone. His manic serenade into my bones it bathed. Played a tune in open D. It was enough to mesmerize me. He spat a holy channeled rhyme, weaving his heart into mine. He sat right next to me to exchange our energy. She braided up my hair, said, Church is here if anywhere. Right. Oh, worship has begun. This is my congregation. <coughs> The Ching said to me, reunite your family. Picked up the phone right there, mother, I truly care. We hung up so we could cry, another icicle just died. So I sing this song to you, a bright white light that came from blue. Open up your life, come gather round this open mic. Robert Louis 
passarinho de bica amarela na soleira da janela para mim e diz Roku, não tem vigor no dominoco, say it will give you the translation. I wake in the morning by Robert Louis Stevenson. A bird with a yellow beak came to me in the early morning sunshine and sat on my windowsill and said, aren't you ashamed of yourself, sleepyhead? <laughs> Why do you wave your testicles? in order to drink and uh, one of the people only got one drink and ate drank it very slowly. The other person got a ton of drinks and drank them very fast and the next day the person who had drank in the one drink uh, died and the other person was still alive. Uh, why didn't they both die? Huh. The first one drank poison. They drank it too much. The poison was in the eyes. Yes. Yeah. All right, look to your left. Who do you see? Look to your right. Who do you see? You. <laughs> well, it's all God in drag. Might as well be. What is your love strategy? And we're we're actually saying in every moment. In every moment. talking about the formation of space camp is that what we're doing what is space camp that was the spirit right there uh up next we have a little change of pace from the secrets of the universe oh, yes i was, was playing a cajon in there oh boy Opa.
Acknowledge that there are universal forces focused directly at me and my point of attraction, and it is my sincere desire that my inner being meet me at my level, like whatever name you like to call it. And uh, you say, I know you're always with me, loving me, guiding me, protecting me, inspiring me, having fun with me, motivating me, and just loving me. And um, I don't know, and then you find things to appreciate. You can go through the alphabet and say words that feel good, like appreciation, beauty, charm, delight, ease, flow, grace, harmony, intelligence, joy, kindness, love, magic, niceness, open, pleasant, quaint, radiant, <laughs> satisfying, unique, vibrant, wonderful, exquisite, youthful, and zealous.
I move further 
listened to the song in my heart, it was burning. Trusted in myself that I could go. Found more pieces on the road. A little more truth exposed and feel the roots. A little more breath and I feel the proof that everything is beautiful. Everything is beautiful. Committed holy, brave, free from any last long enough until she told me her real name was Grief. I braced myself for a beating, but soon she had me falling weak to my knees. I entered the room hoping to smite her, send her away with a kick and a shove, but when I touched her quivering shoulder, I sensed a kindred spirit who, like myself, merely longed for love. Bye. 
What advice, if any, might you offer to first-time or long-time gatherers? Listen closely. Um. Well. Always shit on the main trail. Never wash your hands. Um. Share pipes with everybody. Um. Like, do you soap in the streams? Trade Circle is where everything is happening. Nothing else at the gathering matters except for Trade Circle. Um, and the last piece of advice I'd say is be prepared to get sucked in for the rest of your life. Don't come. Stay home. Binge watch some series. Eat popcorn. Let your imagination get shut down. Arrive and remain naked and alone and without water. If you don't wear if you don't wear tie-dyes, they're probably going to throw poop at you. Don't ever bring a flashlight. Um just just before you come to the gathering, just make sure you know all the lyrics to all the songs and make sure you can sing them in key because that's really important. We can all be harmonized as one and hopefully bring Michael back from the grave. Don't feed the Kraken, avoid the white holes, wipe clean so you don't get a case of the ass, and try to be just like everyone else at all times so you're not offending anyone. Definitely shit on main trail. When you come to the gathering, put all your stuff on a rock and dance around it. It's not important anymore. Just go away from it. You're arrived. Welcome home. Keep your head in the sand. <laughs> if you just bring a hammock, it'll be fine. Bring a skateboard. Nothing looks cooler than carrying around a mode of transportation that you'll never be able to use. Um, well, since I know you didn't come on purpose, just enjoy the free food and don't give anything back because you're never going to see these people again anyway. Bring as many small hole punch plastic dots as you possibly can. Metallics, flat colors. We do mosaics that we paste on the trees that last for millennial. There is a wrong way to do shakshuka. Really, when you make shakshuka, it has to be a special combination of tomatoes and bell peppers. Can you guys right. do the dance? The With, dance without the in? eggs in the it's middle, shakshuka is not a quite it's real like a thing. Uh, it's a Sephardi dish, right? And and even though most of us are Ashkenazi, we try to pull it off. Um, out of like you know, love for our cultural, you know, our cultural diversity among Jews. Um, you know, walk walk lightly, because the flowers are everywhere. So tread lightly. Uh, well, I wish I knew this right off the bat when I first came, but uh, it would be to shit right where, under the sign where it says shitter. And that's it.
This is a really interesting thing that's going to happen next. I don't even really know what it is. But I know the instigator, and the instigator has actually instigated with one other gentleman the very, very beginning of this whole rainbow gap. I was hanging out with his father and his mother, they're theater people, and we were doing outrageous um, theater. They did it all over the world. I was only like 16 years old or something. That's even before Woodstock. These people started their trip in 1947, 49, and they were called uh, the Living Theater. So the son of the Living Theater is our brother who's like one of the initiators of this whole thing. Please give it up for Garrick Fair! Long ago, in time, into the world, should look for it. Like raindrops. Of springtime to a thirsty land dying people let it grow this life your vision seek for you will be told. You will be how it will be something so big, something.
all peoples. Like one. Family. The vision. Let it grow. Let it grow.
Some say Tiny Cam started Rainbow, while others disagree and share their own version of events. Whose origin story do you believe and share with others? Thanks for listening to the B-side of Totally High, Holy Rainbow Colored Spirit Hawk of Awakened Manifestation Part 9. My name is Dot The Way, Dot The Way. For a playlist of this episode, check out muddybootsradio.org. Also, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And also on the website, be sure to check out a big, huge compost pit of previous episodes, which spans the map of sound, digging deep into the wonderful and weird world of recorded music. Until next time, fare thee well, travelers. See you in five minutes. We love
second that stands for let's watch a full-length movie on youtube with mike spiegelman and carl hiya carl hey mike we are not lwaflmoit you are i'm just guesting today oh because this God. is your podcast film podcast films you used to read about it's lw let's watch together on youtube good concept mike carl produces the show Thanks researches the on. movies wrote the song you just heard i was i'm a guest writer i'm a guest producer not two seconds into the show you're saying you're a guest on the show <laughs> we are broadcasting right now on mutinyradio.fm as we do every sunday 2 p.m pacific standard time we also have a youtube channel called lwaflmoyt you can check us out we'll have the movie and the show at the same time and you can get a podcast by the acronym lwaflmoyt subscribe Find out what the movie is. We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Oh, man. We want you to watch it with us and listen to our podcast at the same time. Turn the, turn the movie off. The mute button off. Yeah, hit yeah, mute. Yeah. yeah, hit mute. So uh, so you can find the podcast at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. We always want you to donate to our radio station here, mutinyradio.fm. You go to the website. You'll find a donate button. We are also on Patreon and on Venmo at Mutiny Radio. Carl, it's my first cup of coffee of the day. What movie are we watching this week? Today we will watch Skullduggery, 1983. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine, Skullduggery. Of course, you know how to spell skull. It's one word, because it is one word. Skull, Doug, with two Gs, E-R-Y. Skull, Doug, with two Gs, E-R-Y, 1983. Skullduggery. No, don't confuse the audience. You can make that joke later. Duggery, duggery. Like I dig the skull. And it's skullduggery, which is the channel we like is Bunny's Bark. Okay, sounds good. So we're looking for the 1983 movie called Skullduggery. One word, one wonderful word. Go ahead, type in Skullduggery, 1983. It is, what's it called, Mother's Milk? Uh, Bunny's Bark. Which Bunny's is ferocious, bark. by the way. Yeah, Bunny's Bark is the channel we like. I don't know where that came from. What did the fox say? Right, I remember, I remember that song. Okay, oh, so yeah, uh, I remember that song. Yeah, uh, Bunny goes. 
All right. Ooh, coffee's so good. This is really like the first cup of this morning. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. Woo. Here we are at, at five in the afternoon for me, live on Mutiny Radio. It's my first cup of coffee. It's my first cup of coffee. Good morning, world. All right. So we want you to go ahead, find the link for Buddy's Bark is hosting the movie Skullduggery 1983. Once you find it, click the link, hit pause, move the timer to zero, zero, zero. Carl, not only being a guest, he also interviewed a comedian. I guess interviewed. You guess interviewed a guest, guest. And uh, well, let's hear a little bit of this comedian. And at the end, the comedian is going to do our famous celebrity comedian countdown. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Tom Romeo. Welcome, Tom. I appreciate that. Now, Tom, you are new to comedy, such a newbie to comedy. How long have you been doing it? Oh, I started in September 2021, so very recent. Now, it used to be that you would come to my open mic at the Reserve Club and you could count the open mics that you have done on one hand. We're past that point now, right? Yeah, I think we're at 36. 30, so you're still counting. You're still counting. Why, why wouldn't I? <laughs> because, I don't know, once you lose your virginity, right? You just, you, you know... So what's your number, Carl? What's your number? I I would. I would I'm not talking about open mics. You know the number I'm talking about. You know. Oh, that number? Yeah, I did used to know that number. I did used to know that number. When I was in my twenties, I did. I did keep track of that number. Um, okay, so you have a real job, and you've just sort of launching into this comedy. What as a hobby? Tell me what's getting you into this. Oh my God, so many things. I'm commuting from home to home. I have two hours a day. So there's a lot of extra time to do other things. And we just recently got Netflix like a couple of years ago. So I started watching all these comedy specials and the light came on, right? I, I saw, um, um, what's his name? John Mulaney. And at the end it says, written and performed by John Mulaney. You know, um, what's the other one? All of them. And then you have your favorites, right? Bill Burr, Anthony Jeselnik. And at the end, it says, written and performed. And I'm like, oh, they write this stuff down. It's not like they're just getting up and being funny. And yeah, then, because right. well, I'm a late bloomer, right? And, 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 and it takes me a while to put things together. Every time I get up there, even though I've practiced, I forget something that I was yeah. going to You just forget. Uh, but, you know, I'm hoping to improve upon that so you know i'm having fun with it though like the very first time i did it i did it with gina that was my very first open mic she did it at the railroad cafe uh johnny hollywood was there i think chris park was there uh -huh. and they told me about the one in lynnhurst you know and then my very second one was with anthony quinn at the um in the yeah. mm -hmm. and then at some point i think i met you at dingoes right right and you know and you were very nice and helpful. I mean, you know, you told me about the economy of words, which I didn't understand until I mm -hmm. read about it. And then I understood, right? <laughs> um, and then another guy that was really supremely helpful, even though he may not know it, is Johnny Franklin. Uh-huh. You, know, you know John Franklin, right? I know, yeah. Uh-huh. But not very, very well. But I know him out there and we're quite I mean, he, certain. He's got a good act. He's, a, he's actually a chemist. Uh-huh. History teacher. He's a smart guy. But um, he turned me on to this book that I read. And when I read the book, I was like, oh, shit, I'm doing this all wrong. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm just telling stories that I think are funny and people don't get it. And I'm like, you know, and that's on me. But I wasn't actually structuring jokes, you know, with, you know, I mean, there are many ways to structure a joke, but the yes, whole of course, there's got to be that surprise, right? Without, right. There's got to be a laugh trigger. And I'm just learning now what laugh triggers are. So mm-hmm. I don't know all about it, but I'm, I'm learning, you know, yeah. so it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And how can people find you on Facebook? So on Facebook, I, you know, I don't know what my actual handle is, right? Okay. There's a of this mug at Scotty's. So that's my picture. So just look up Tom Romeo. It's Tom Romeo, I think. I don't know if you know what a great stage name that is, Tom Romeo, you know? Thomas Romeo, you said you get paid more if you're Thomas, you know? Yeah. That's a great stage name. Do you do Instagram? I'm on Instagram as well. I think it's Tom Romeo underscore Taz. Okay, T-A-C. I, I love the Tasmanian devil. Okay, now, Tom Romeo, everybody at home is poised to watch this movie at the exact same time we do here in the studio. That means they must press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. And that's what you're here for. Why don't you go ahead, Tom Romeo, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. In three, two, one, go. Ooh, that was a terrific celebrity comedian countdown. Carl, as a guest, thank you for all your hard work. Yes. Oh, this sounds like fun music. Well, that's because this is the video topic. In media res. Ooh, a heroin communication. Yeah. Oh, heroin like a bird? Right. In uh, the 70s, it was much more liberal with heroin. Okay, first we're greeted by a horrible song. Check it out. <laughs> Can you read what's in my mind? Skullduggery! That makes no sense. This must be a Canadian production. We've had six Gordies on the credits. <laughs> it is definitely a Canadian production. It was shot in Toronto, uh, Canada, and they claim that it's Trottersville. I don't know why. The, oh. the, 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 the movie takes place in Trottersville, not Toronto. Wait. Keep the playing this horrible song because I had to endure it four times. This is my fifth time watching yeah. this movie. You need to hear this crappy song. This is like the Mission Impossible theme, right? What's in your head? Oh, it's awful. No, nothing like a good movie with a blue screen and this song. <laughs> So it's like Thursday night, the day is over, I got pressures from work, I'm drifting off to sleep, and in my head it's going, I'm like, my God. It's not even an earworm. It's <laughs> Why I oughta Richter? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. I didn't think of that. Otta you oughta. I think it's a she. I really don't know. She directed this, but she also co-wrote it and co-produced it. Uh, a guy named Peter Whitman, who is a director and producer known for this, another film called Play Dead and Ellie in 1984. Together, they made this film happen. Now, well, here we are in the 1300s, ne- medieval England. Not medieval Canada. No, medieval. Med, medieval. Oh, med- medieval. 
people say medieval, and I think they're dumb, but <laughs> it really sounds like mid, doesn't it? Listen, I, as a medical doctor, I disagree. <laughs> as a professional medical doctor. Yeah, a professional. I'm a medieval doctor. Medieval. I go halfway. Okay, so they are sort of making a poison apple, and they're devil worshippers. It's, you know, Beelzebub, Satan, you know, our familiar mm. devil. And there's, it's, there's this puppet that somehow is connected to the devil, and they're giving thanks to it. Oh, thank you, Gonzo. 14th century Gonzo, we worship you. The Muppet Show was really kind of, it had Punch and Judy back then. I don't know uh -huh. if you know. During the 1400s, uh, during the 1300s, uh, Punch and Judy worked with the Muppets. Well, Judy is obviously the female one, so I guess we're going to have Punch throughout. Does the puppet punch? It's saltive? No, it never, it's inanimate. It's inanimate. It, it influences. Ah, uh, as puppets do. <laughs> yeah. You go to a puppet show and you're like, stop reading my mind. There it is. There's uh -oh. Punch. And they're the giving Green thanks. Goblin. Thanks that we're not in maximum overdrive and you're the truck with the Green Goblin. It's odd. That's a very specific thank you. I don't know that the devil will know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, he will. Well, yeah, because he's connected to your brain, right? He'll. He's immortal. He's eventually going to get to the 20th century. He goes, watch. I get you, Mike. He's immortal, yeah. Yeah. But we're in the 21st century, but okay. Well, I'm saying Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive came out in the 20th century. Okay, okay. And so did Where... this film, right? Yes. Man, okay, we are now, just come full circle. He's talking to the king, and he's calling him Adam. That will be the name of our hero, okay? So he, Adam's like giving some scroll to some dude, and this sorcerer guy comes in and just <laughs> kills him. And he gets reincarnated? No, and he gives him this choice. You, okay, apparently the reason that he's the king, see, look, he picks a tarot card and he gets death. Right, he's like, don't tell me. Now, is this your card? <laughs> right. <laughs> now, he gave the king his power with the agreement that he gets his soul, but for some reason the king betrayed him and so now they're going to make him pick between two apples. One is poison. One is good apple. Yeah. Because he's Adam. And there was a Garden of Eden with an apple tree. No, you're right about that. And that'll be throughout the film. Oh. Carl, did you like this movie? No. Okay, one of them is a Red Delicious, plus one of them is a Granny Smith. That's, that's the poison one. Chris, my ass. <laughs> So she puts him on the tray, and there's two of them, and they're side by side facing him. So he he goes to pick the one in the front, and then he goes, "Ha ha!" Oh no! Right, you don't fool me. And he picks the one in the back and dies. Do you think our friend Keith Smith makes a lot of money off of Granny Smith? No, he's there's no relation. No relation. Okay. Right. He did himself have a grandmother Smith. That's different. Okay, he's dead. <gasps> Okay, well, thank you guys for watching. Let's watch a full-length okay. movie on YouTube. Now, what he says is, 
my headband. Your husband agreed to give me his soul. He betrayed me. Therefore, I curse your lineage, all your children, and I take the soul of your firstborn son. But then, like, he kind of kills the mom. So how can she have a son if she's dead? It doesn't make sense. But there is a lineage, right? We are going to see the next generation. Yes, we are going to meet Adam. And Adam is cursed, even though he doesn't know it. It'll the curse will start taking effect. Is it going to start off in modern day Tim modern day Canada? We're at Tim Hortons. Yeah, Yeah. he's at Tim Hortons. I didn't realize I was cursed. Well, he realizes. Okay, now you see how it says 1982. Yeah. Okay, this was shot in 1979. That's what we're seeing right now, 1979. And it was released in 83. So 82 kind of doesn't make sense. This is Barbara, and okay. you know her from our last film. That's Mazes the reason why Monsters. I picked this movie. The fact that uh, Wendy Carlin, or whatever her name is. Crewson, uh, Crewson. All right, Wendy Crewson. So we just saw Mazes and Monsters last week. And right. that's a pretty famous cult movie, and it was a good movie. But I just flipped my lid that the actress in the movie was also in another Dungeons and Dragons movie at the time. And that's the reason why I forced Carl to watch this. Yes. Now, she's saying, it's a funny thing. You know, she's a nurse. The guy asked for a scalpel. And when I went to get it, it was a dagger, like in our game. Oh, our Dungeons and Dragons game? Yeah. You know, they never say... Dungeons and Dragons. And also, it's sort of like a board game, their version. Look, you see the... Yeah. Okay, that was Adam and Eve, and it is a painting, and it's going to become a puzzle. And it's sort of like every time Adam kills somebody, another puzzle piece gets added. It's weird. I went to Trottersville last week to go to uh, that store. It's like a weird store, like you don't normally see in a... The store they will be in is a costume shop. Uh, well, we'll see when, as we'll it plays out. Hmm. Mazes and Monster Wendy had some crazy ass hair. Remember that? It was like bursting yeah. out. Listen, I got to tell you, in Mazes and Monsters, she was an actress doing her part. In this film, she's very flat and it's not her. Now it is her fault. You'll see. It's very flat. It's very bad acting. She's acting like an, like the other amateur actors in this film. Which is ridiculous, because last week we were talking about, like, she's been in everything. She's consistently working. You brought up Santa Claus and all of its sequels. She was also in Air Force One, Bicentennial Man. She was in Room in 2015. That's a pretty... Oh, wow. Do you think she was the mom in that movie? Room? Yeah, I think so. I do. And I think that uh, William Macy was the father. Right, 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 right. So here they are. They work at a costume shop. Now, look, you see the guy in the back with the X on his Tic-tac-toe, yeah. He's like a janitor. He, for some weird reason, he'll be throughout the film. Listen to this stupid braggy lady. Put it on, put it on. 1919. Just after World War One. Leave it up, leave it up. There. You look lovely. Very beautiful, Mrs. Sullivan. I I do. My boyfriend tells me that. He's 17 years younger than I am. Ooh, 106? Yeah, you can turn up. You hear the Canadian accent. 
You will hear that throughout this film. It keeps saying sorry. Now look, you see the yeah. on the wall. Here's their Dungeons and Dragons game. They never call it that. And look how it's a board game. It's Jumanji. Hmm. Are they playing Jumanji, the the movie, the video game, the board game? Yeah, that's right. Now one of he's like, I want to be the warlock. Good choice, Adam. Now, Ooh, Adam Warlock. <laughs> Adam Warlock. He, okay. He is the dungeon master is never happy. Nobody playing this game is ever really enjoying himself. This guy keeps on making pig comments, like disgusting man comments, the whole movie. And was she's the only again? She's the only woman playing the game, right? Yeah. Last week she was the only female player. Now player. Adam goes, "Do you guys see that red light?" And they go, "What red light, Adam?" Uh oh. There was a game called Dark Tower where it had like it was Milton Bradley. Uh-huh. And it, it combined electronics and board games at the time. The Dark Tower itself was like this big electronic game machine you had to turn on. Uh-huh. And when you would walk around, it would like beep and blurp at you. Now, look, he notices the puppet move and fall. It's like, what the fuck? And then That's everyone crazy. Else is like, what are you staring at, Adam? I don't get it. Adam, are you looking at our 800-year-old puppet? Yeah. Huh? It's back up there. What? This happens all the time in 82. I don't know if you're... I, I mean, you, you look like you look like one of those fancy uh, summer Trotterville uh, to come down here <laughs> in the summer with your New York Times. I'm, I'm here in Trotterville all year round. Now, look, this is... The like, devil? Yeah. Now, it's either this weirdo magician or it's somebody called Dr. Evil. Now, look, he's got the painting that we saw, but it's a puzzle now. And he's putting in the first piece, which means Adam will get his instructions during the game for them to play the game, but he'll play it out in real life. Uh Uh-oh. Now, that looks like a really tough puzzle. Did that guy have, like, game facts open up? (laughs) Yeah. That's like um, when my kids were super little. You know, seven and younger, you would get those big, I don't know, even younger, get those big, thick, yeah. That's what this guy, <laughs> I mean. The best part about, fun. like, children's jigsaw puzzles is they never leave the house. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I need some space. And you open up something, and there's, like, 600 two-piece jigsaw puzzles. Now, here's Dad, who owns the costume shop. Wendy is a nurse, but she's also the mom. Huh. That's going to be a big place of murder, the Trottersville uh, Junior College play. Oh. Uh, We should have never put on that stage production of Henry's Portrait of a Serial Killer. Okay, now he's going to say a catchphrase from the film. It's Latin. And I don't know what it is. It's like Diablos me adubet. Tur- turn on the sound. He's going to say it th- throughout the film. Yeah, Diablos me adubet. Uh oh, those rabbits aren't taking it. They're giving him the evil eye. Run, rabbit, run. That's an updike. Uh... Pottersville Junior College, 10th Annual Talent Show. 
God, they've been students for 10 years. Yeah. Oh, love your chicken. Uh, oh, look, Johnny Depp. <laughs> this is re this is before uh, Twenty One Jump Street. My God, look at this! Yeah, well, he was he was ahead of time. This looks like the worst talent show I've ever seen. That's now, Adam doesn't have a role in the talent show. He's not backstage personnel, or this is supposed to be funny, <clears throat> or anything. I think they're twins. Oh my God! Look at this talking mime. Now, he's the guy who's a pig man during the games. Oh, look. See, this uh, weirdo magician just shows up. And he's got some spell over Adam. Yeah. Not really, but Adam's just fascinated by him. Now, look. Poof, he makes beer appear. Hey! Wow, he made the actors move. And Adam's impressive, impressed. Aw, he's in love. Look at that. That's American beer from 82. You still have to, like, use the, like, thing. Yeah. yeah. The, the tab. That, okay, here's the uh, character again, and he's spying on the naked lady. Carl, is there a running gag where a tic-tac-toe game is going to be spelled out on his yes. back of his... Yes, every time you see him. So, look, the the cop, the, the guard chases off the Women's Tom dressing room. So he can peep. Oh, no, there's Santara. Wait a minute. You've seen this film? No, but Santara is the mu magician superhero of the DC universe.